Hello, and welcome to the Convos with Kayla podcast. On this podcast, I will be sharing what God has been teaching me lately while also featuring guests on the show. This is a relaxed place to feel like you're having a cup of coffee or tea and talking about Christian lifestyle with vulnerability, challenging ourselves on our beliefs and actions as believers of Jesus, growing deeper in scripture, sharing testimonies of God's faithfulness, and exploring how we can grow deeper in love with our King while living for His glory. Make sure to subscribe, share with your friends, and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to the episode. Friends, I'm so thankful you are here. I am just oh so honored because you are just an amazing son or daughter of the King. Like seriously, think about this. You are loved. You are seen and you are chosen. It says that you've been chosen since the foundation of the world, since the beginning of the world. Doesn't that just blow your mind? Like if you truly just sit back and rest in that thought that the Lord has chosen you since the beginning of the world. Wow. That that just gives so much power to who who we are in Christ. And that's where I'm so excited that you know, we as sons and daughters are chosen. And that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. Um, In a way, we're going to be talking about it more next week in part two to this episode, um, walking out in our identity and knowing that we are worth so much according to the Lord's eyes. Um, So that will be next week if you guys want to tune into that episode. But this week, I'm going to be sharing about a raw and real part of my testimony Um, I never thought this would be a part of my testimony, but the Lord works in mysterious ways. And he knew he had to allow this to happen to prune so much out of me and to teach me a lot. And who knows what else he's been doing through this situation. But from what I can see, what he's been doing in me, there's been so many things that he's been drawing out and cultivating in me and just growing a heart deeper inside of me for for my king. And so um, I have recorded this episode now four times. Um, and so I'm just praying that this episode hopefully will work out. And my hopes are to just encourage people and um, to bring people closer to the throne room of God. And so this summer truly has been a whirlwind. Um, I shared previously in an episode of more about what God taught me in the summer, but there was this one specific thing that happened this summer that created it to be this craziness. Um, And so first of all, there was so much beauty, joy, and wonderful memories that were made at summer camp, but then I walked through a really hard situation. And now that I'm starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel, I'm so grateful I went through it. And not because of the situation itself, but because of all the things the Lord has taught me through it that I probably wouldn't have learned in this season if I hadn't gone through this situation. So just know that there is beauty in all things, even the extremely painful ones. Um, So part of the reason it was really hard for me to start recording this podcast episode is because there was like, I don't know how to describe it. There's some pride in my heart, I guess I could say is I was thinking, oh my goodness, Kayla, like you, you have a podcast and you say all of these things like season one, you had three episodes about talking about singleness and, you know, finding joy in singleness. So now that you've gone through the situation, people are just going to think you're a hypocrite. And the Lord truly just gave me a scripture passage that I just want to share really fast. Uh, so he gave this to me this morning and it's in second Corinthians 12, nine. And Paul says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made in your weakness. 
Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest in me. I I sat back and I read that and I was like, yeah, Lord, that's what this is all about. This isn't about Kayla Busby or my imperfections or my mistakes or beating myself up because to say that I have beat myself up is an understatement, but it's coming to this place of realizing that his grace is sufficient for me and his power has been made in my weakness and I get to boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest in me. And so that is just the place that I'm coming from today is yes, realizing that, you know, though I stuffed a lot of red flags or had things that came up that should be like, pay attention to this. I walked into this situation and it was painful, but I've learned now from coming out of it that I get to rest in the Lord because I know that his power has been made perfect in my weakness. And the same power that rose Jesus from the dead is living in us today. In weakness, we get to surrender our efforts and rely completely on God. That's what the Lord has done in me, and that's what he has done in you. He basically brought me down to my knees in this situation, and through it all, he has been strong in my weakness. He has humbled me. Let's just say that. That's an understatement as well. He truly has humbled me and he has pruned me. And by using this situation, he has opened my eyes to truth and my identity in him. And so I just pray that he would do the same for you today. That is truly my intention behind this podcast. So please know that I am not sharing what I went through to put anyone down. Truly, please know that. I felt led to share my story for those who are in a similar situation or for people who are desiring to know some red flags to look for before in a relationship. And I'm not saying that I know everything. <laughs> this was my my first relationship and it only lasted a week. Like I, I do not know everything. But the Lord has been so faithful to just teach me a lot and to open my eyes to things. And and through counsel and wisdom from mentors and my family, like he truly has opened my eyes to so many things. And so um, I, I just share also for those who are feeling alone or who feel like they have messed up maybe in a relationship and now they can't move on. But just know that, yes, it's so easy to listen to the father of lies and to live in fear and rejection. But I want to share my story in hopes that it will help you to get out of that place and to start walking in full freedom and in full truth in who you are as a son or daughter of God. Like, remember, you are chosen, you are seen, and you are loved. And so that is my only intention from this podcast. So going into my story for summer camp, um, I went to summer camp just thinking with this mindset that I was not going to focus on any guys. Like, I literally just wanted to go in and just you know, have my eyes on Jesus. And if I liked a guy, I wanted to bring it before the Lord and then leave it there at his feet. Just ditch it. (laughs) I just wanted this summer to be me and the Lord completely. And from the start of camp to the end of June, I had my eyes set on Jesus and Jesus only. And then I started becoming good friends with this one guy in particular. We had a fun friendship and a lot of fun moments with each other, which then eventually turned into dating for less than a week. A few days after officially being boyfriend and girlfriend, I found out that he was cheating on me. I wrote in my journal the night that I found out saying, I feel stupid, ashamed, and embarrassed. Why didn't I listen to the red flags? Why didn't I pray and spend more time with the Lord to just see if he wanted me starting in a relationship? Why didn't I 
I trust God. And why did I start trusting this guy? This was a guy I started opening up to very slowly, but I still opened up to him. Why do I believe the words that he spoke over me? I need your truth, God. And it was in that place that I just truly felt desperate for the Lord. I felt like nothing and I just needed the Lord. So here were all my fears coming and attacking me. Here were all of my insecurities reaching in my mind. I felt led then to break up with this guy, in which I did. But after breaking up, I felt so unworthy, still. And the last two months of summer was truly a battle in the mind. Thoughts in my head of, you're not good enough. He got bored with you. Did you make the right decision? You should run back to him and give him a second chance. No guy will ever pursue you ever again. This was your last chance, so take advantage and go back to him. Settle. You can make it work. You aren't worthy. Once guys get to know you, they just move on. And more lies and fears like that were flooding in my mind. I felt so lost in this battlefield. So then coming home from camp was really hard, but eventually it became truly a beautiful time of healing. One day when I wanted to run back to him, the Lord asked me, Why are you doing this to yourself? Why are you putting yourself in this situation when I've obviously closed this door for a reason? One of my friends called me that day and I told him, why do I keep putting myself in this situation? Why do I feel like I just need to run back to him? Why am I not filled with frustration that he treated me in this way? And my friend told me, it's because you don't see yourself as valuable and worthy as Jesus sees you. You feel like you deserve to be treated like trash because you view yourself as trash. God is looking down on you right now with sadness that one of his daughters was treated in this way and that you aren't walking and knowing that you are enough. His heart is breaking for you, Kayla, because he loves and values you. In that moment, I realized I had a choice to either walk in the lies that the enemy was speaking over me or I could walk in complete freedom knowing that God allowed this to happen for a reason. He closed that door for a really good reason and beauty is going to come forth. I could walk out in the truth that he spoke over me. I've learned a lot through this situation, so I just want to take some time to share what I have learned, um, what the Lord has just graciously been teaching me, and also in part two, which will happen next week, I will be sharing some more in-depth lessons on identity and how to walk out in that. So the first one I wanted to share is a big lesson that I've learned is how important it is to find your fulfillment in Christ. I cannot say this enough. It is so important to find your fulfillment in Christ. And we will also be talking about that in future episodes. I walked into this relationship because I wasn't letting Christ be my fulfillment. Therefore, that affected how I thought people viewed me, where I thought my value and significance came from, and then making it more difficult to say no to my flesh because I didn't have a strong foundation in the Lord in that season. If I could tell myself two things before going to camp in regards to all of this, I would have said, one, if a guy starts showing interest in you, are you are you consumed with thoughts of, you know, I'm, I'm going to make this happen because I'm being noticed by someone? Like, are your thoughts just being so consumed with, wow, someone's paying attention to me? Or are your eyes so focused on Jesus because you know he is the one who fulfills you? And ultimately, he is the one whom your soul loves. And two, while praying about starting a relationship, evaluate your intentions. Are you entering into a relationship because you're done being lonely? Or are you entering into a relationship because you desire to serve and love this person the way Christ does? It really comes down to looking at your heart. 
The flesh wants to be known and to be held, but you need to find your true worth and fulfillment in the Lord. I felt like I had to rush into something with this guy because of the fear that he would just move on to another girl if I didn't make a quick decision. But I'm realizing that if I had this fear in the first place, then that should have been a red flag. A guy who truly has feelings for you will be willing to wait, and you won't have to worry about him moving on to another girl. One thing my mentor told me that was super encouraging was focus on friendship. Enjoy being friends with guys, and if someone is interested in you, and you and him, but you still want to focus on getting to know them as a friend, then if he is a man of God and actually has feelings for you, he will be willing to just be friends. If you're ready to start a relationship with him after you've taken some time to pray and to process and to seek godly counsel, then he would be there because he would have waited for you. And so I would also encourage you that if a guy starts pursuing you, please take as much time as you need to pray. There's literally no rush. Ask for wisdom from a trusted mentor or friend. Think about your friendship with him and the things you've seen that are possible red flags and the parts of him that are Christ-like or that you desire getting to know in a deeper way. Look at your own heart as well. I let fear run my decision because of the fear that he would move on to another girl. But once again, if this guy is truly desiring to pursue you in a Christ-like way, he is going to be willing to wait. You are going to be worth the wait and he will wait. (laughs) If you feel like you have to hide your relationship from people, especially the people you trust and respect, that is a bad sign. That is what I did, and I, I recommend not doing that because if there are people that you do trust, but you feel like you can't show them this relationship, that's not a good thing. The Lord has been teaching me that there is beauty in relationships, especially when you realize that you are two broken and imperfect people coming together to serve the Lord. I was striving to be this perfect girlfriend. I felt like I needed to do all these things and check off all of these boxes so he wouldn't regret his decision, but that was me relying on myself instead of relying on the Lord. If you have this perfectionist mentality, that should be something you need to work on, even now. Neither person is going to be perfect. You will make mistakes, but that's the beauty of relationships, is finding a way to communicate, serve, pray for the person, be with them when they struggle, see how they are with you when you struggle. Be honest and open and focusing on loving them how Christ has loved you. And that's not just in romantic relationships, but that's part of being a part of the church. There's beauty in relationships when you get to a place of realizing how in need of Jesus you are. He brings perfection in our weakness. If a guy has feelings for you and another girl at the same time, please just move on. If a guy is constantly flirting with girls, I would also recommend staying away from that. Something that God has been teaching me lately is a godly man won't play games with hearts. He won't flirt with everyone because he's mature in the Lord and he respects ladies' hearts so much so that he doesn't want to play with them. A Christian boy will play with games. They they will play games. They will play with hearts. That's like their intention. But a, a man who truly is on fire for the Lord, who is, you know, wanting to live in a place of honoring and glorifying him, you know, and, and seeking his kingdom and, you know, doing all things, all these things that truly is for a man of God, then he won't be seeking to play games. And when guys do this, when they do play games, we live as females, we live in this place where we feel like we have to fight for the guy's attention. Otherwise we feel worthless. That also comes back to finding fulfillment in the Lord. (laughs) It's like a continual thing, but 
I would also recommend to be careful of boys who are just wanting a girlfriend because they are lonely. You are not their savior. So if they need healing in this area, you need to take a step back so they can learn how to be satisfied in the Lord. It's a good sign if they have male friends who are in their close friend circle and if they are also being mentored by other godly men. That's really good. It's not the opposite gender's role to fix anyone's loneliness or other struggles of the flesh. And then for my female friends, I just want to encourage you with this. You are not a second option and you are not worthless. You are worth more than those feelings. If God's will is for you to be married, then he'll bring a guy who will treasure you for you, not having you as an option to turn to, but he will see your beautiful worth and value. He will be a man of God and he won't play games with you because he will respect you. If your trusted friends, family, or mentors warn you not to be with this guy, then you should pray about backing away. Questions you can also ask yourself are, when you pray about being in a relationship, do you have peace or do you not feel anything at all? If you do start a relationship, are you still keeping Jesus as your first love and prioritizing spending time with him? Are you still hearing from the Lord? Or are you walking in your own desires, disobeying what you feel like God is leading you to, and now you're walking in your flesh instead of walking with the Holy Spirit's lead? I had so many fears that if I let go of this guy, then I would never be in a relationship ever again. Or I would be in a relationship with a guy that I'm just settling for. That is wanting control. And that is not trusting God. And that is putting God in a box. When we take control and that we say we need to do this because God won't do this, then we're trying to be God. Friend, I can't encourage you enough. Let go and let God be God. He is so trustworthy. You don't have to go back into friendship with this person because you miss their friendship. You miss the way they made you feel. They made you laugh or you're wanting to be friends because you feel lonely. You definitely need to take a step back, be fulfilled by the Lord and just find complete freedom in him. I do wish that I hadn't rushed back into friendship with this guy. Granted, it was hard because we were constantly around each other with being at camp, but I do wish I gave myself time to heal, to process, to mourn what I had just lost, to fight the lies with truth, to build the friendships that I had lost, and to truly just take a step back and be fulfilled in Jesus. If the guy comes back to you and you really believe God does not want you in that relationship, then stand your ground. The flesh wants to go back, especially if you don't see your true value in the Lord. I was reminded of the stories of the Israelites, how they were led to complete freedom in the wilderness, away from slavery, but they still looked back on their time in Egypt because that's what they were used to. It was comfortable in a way, but it was hard also relying completely on the Lord, especially when things weren't happening in the way that they had hoped for. So ask yourself, am I walking in freedom in God, in that true freedom that he has for me? Or am I still walking in bondage? Am I still looking back on Egypt in a way? And I'll talk more about this in part two as well. When breaking up with someone or finding out you were cheated on, please know it is okay to feel frustration or to have righteous anger. You are God's precious child and to be treated in this way is not right. You deserve to be treated with respect and love because you have so much value. Learn to heal, which I'll talk also more about in the second episode. But then also after you've had this time to heal, move on. And when I personally, you know, walked through this situation, I thought it's not okay to feel this anger because I was like, anger is a sin, but it is okay to feel righteous anger because you know who you are in the Lord. 
It truly is not okay to be treated in that way. When I go through rejection or I've been hurt in the past, I try to move on as quickly as I can. I force myself to look like I have it all together and then I don't like dealing with pain. I don't like dealing with insecurities and I don't like dealing with the fact that I'm not always okay. And that's just the fleshly side of Kayla Busby. (laughs) But when these type dynamics with people or even thoughts about myself come up, I, I truly just shut down. I shut people out, I run away, and I go and I process it with the Lord. It is good to be with the Lord, don't get me wrong. But we also need to lay these things down at his feet and then also not numb these feelings that you're feeling and then walk in the healing process that I talked about, but then also be willing to open up to community that you trust. The body of Christ is there to help you walk through these things so you can find trusted people that will listen and sometimes call out those hard things if they feel like the Holy Spirit's leading them to and push you closer to truth. It's in these times of healing from a breakup, being cheated on, or any life situation that is difficult that the Lord wants to perfect you in his in His perfection. Like in our weakness, he wants to perfect us. We are constantly in need of Jesus, in need of grace, in need of forgiveness. We need constantly to depend upon the Lord and not ourselves. We have to come to the end of ourselves and pray, Father, not my will be done, but yours. This has taught me, this whole situation has truly taught me how to rely on the Father more instead of my own set plan or even on the other person. Like, I am to rely on the Father. I've truly come now to a place of thanking God for this thorn that has been in my flesh. And not because of how I was treated or the rejection, fear, or lies that I felt or heard, but because it has had me to rely on Jesus completely. There has been so much beauty that has come forth from this that he truly, I have seen, he truly does make beauty from ashes. I'm learning about my true value in the Lord. I'm learning how to walk in freedom. I have learned about do's and don'ts for a relationship, but I have also seen the Father's grace in that area too. I've learned about myself in ways I never thought I would have, at least with entering into relationship. I thought that when I got back from camp, if only I hadn't said yes and I stopped hanging out with him and I just focused on being friends and nothing would have happened and no one would have gotten hurt. But I know that God allowed this to happen for a reason. He has taught me more in these last three months through this situation than I think I would have learned in this this season if I hadn't entered this relationship. Therefore, I'm truly, truly grateful for it. I'm so thankful the Lord led me to surrendering to his will and not my own. Strength has truly come from surrendering to God's power. His will was to have this door open and his will was for this door to close. And it's like what Job says, the Lord gives and the Lord takes away, but blessed be the name of the Lord. And now I can sit back and sit in this place and bless the Lord's name, whether he did give this relationship in the first place and he did take away this relationship but i get to bless the name of the lord i just know you're not alone no matter what situation you're going through you are not alone all right friends thank you so much for listening and i'll talk to you all next week bye